0: Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. And I want to talk about the restaurant industry, too. We brought this up a couple of days ago. Uh, very important about what's happening here in this community uh, with restaurants. You know, the, one of the great success stories of the transition of this community is uh, is the, the, the organic growth of so many fabulous restaurants. Well, obviously, the COVID crisis has had an impact on that. Uh, we want to see it get back together again, but just how is this going to impact the industry? We've heard varying opinions on this, and we're going to be looking at levels of government for some assistance on this. Uh, councillor Jason Farr, the downtown councillor, uh, had I thought was a, ter- a pretty good idea that uh, that I hope is going to get some steam at city council later on today. Here's what he said:
1: This is about you know culinary scenes working together to help each other in coming back uh with an epicuro setup so think of a mall food court but you're all sharing tables sharing resources in terms of
0: staffing so we're talking outdoor patios and i know we've had a few of them in the past but uh uh, i'd like to see just about as many as we can possibly cram in there maybe even closing off some streets for this sort of thing i mean it's it's going to take some outside the box thinking for this jason cassis with equal parts hospitality uh who's part of that renaissance by the way that we've seen for so many years he joins us here on the bill kelly show to talk about that jason thanks for the time how you doing today Oh,
1: I'm great, Bill, and yourself?
0: Uh, I'm getting by. You know, the self-isolation. I'm, I'm dying to get back on the King William Street or some of these other fabulous places, and uh, I, I hope it's sooner than later. But uh, there are some challenges out there, aren't there?
1: Oh, yeah. It's been a it's been a tough go for sure. I mean, you you know, you're talking about uh, an extraordinary human impact to laying off hospitality workers across the city. Uh, along with, uh, you know, the hotel workers, the the restaurant workers, the event space workers, the bar and nightclub workers, just an, ex- an incredible human cost um, to the layoffs. It was certainly one of the hardest things we've ever done in our lives, which is to lay off that many people
0: what's as we go forward on this and we've started to see this i guess we can learn a little bit from what's going on down in the states because there are some jurisdictions down there as you know jason that are uh... just kind of saying okay anybody that wants to can do this and some restaurants have opened but it's a different kind we're talking about uh, the physical distancing which means you're not going to have the same capacity as before uh... there's probably going to be some other restrictions in place uh... I, i guess the question that a lot of us have right now is the viability of this i mean can these same fabulous entrepreneurs that that's had these restaurants going for so long and so successfully can they make a go of it under these these rules under these regulations
1: well the, the challenge as you as you alluded to is capacity mm-hmm. um, there's a threshold bill where you know if you don't have enough tables in a restaurant and you apply your fixed operating expenses plus you're bringing in say a salaried chef or a salaried g- uh, GM to that to that restaurant how do you divide that amount of what I would call fixed cost into the, you know, 50 percent or less number of tables? So, you know, one of the solutions that's been working globally is just to take, you know, the public realm, whether it's parking spaces or entire streets and just designating them outdoor food areas or in the case of retail, out- outdoor sidewalk sort of sale areas where people can move their merchandise outside. I mean, let's face it, a government cannot legislate the fear out of its population. The only way to alleviate fear is for you to become comfortable. And right now, at this stage of the epidemic, I don't know if I would be comfortable walking into a restaurant and sitting in a full restaurant. As a matter of fact, I wouldn't. Um, So therefore, one of the solutions is undeniably to expand into the public realm, and that we certainly have a lot of.
0: Uh, which makes all kinds of sense. I know it's going to be interesting uh, conversation at City Council. Uh, I- I guess it was yesterday during my uh, my eight ten commentary. Uh, I, I referenced a conversation I saw on TV the other day with uh, Tom Colicchio, of course, from TV's Top Chef, and who knows his way around a kitchen and a, a restaurant. And he explained some of this stuff and some of the challenges that, that you guys are going to be facing, Jason. And as you say, capacity is going to be prob- part of that. And he says, even if you get down to 50% because of the physical distancing, he says, that's not a guarantee you're still going to get 50% of the business. I mean, we just don't know how, what's going to happen or who's going to walk through the door. No, if you see
1: that, that's exactly right. If if you look at the SARS um, epidemic that had happened, or actually if you study any coronavirus and the history of coronaviruses, you'll see that it's not the government that actually makes you feel as though you should or shouldn't go out. It's your own reason and your own logic that ultimately yep. leads you there. So all of the doctors, you know, can come on all of the talk shows and they can talk, they're often talking in retrospect know what are the best practices for the elimination of the virus. But ultimately, they all have a shelf life. And so as these things uh, wax and wane, and they do come back, there are periods whereby it is far more safe to go out. And it's definitely more safe to go out uh, in the outdoor realm than it is the indoor realm. So I think the statistic I read is there's only been one case of coronavirus passed on the outside that has been tracked at this point, because between, you know, a combination of airflow and UV light uh, eliminates the virus in an outdoor area. So, you know, a table left sitting in the sun very quickly kills a virus versus a table sitting on the inside of a restaurant, as an example. So ultimately, I think it, it's the it's the human It's the human degree of whether or not we're going to be comfortable going back out as to whether or not we'll fill that 50%. Um, If the virus has disappeared like it did in Hong Kong back in 2003, it was like a light switch went back on and a dimmer switch went back on and suddenly everyone came out of hiding and restaurants were full again and everything happened. Are we at that stage yet? No, absolutely not. And, and, And wouldn't condone opening restaurants right now in in that regard um are we working towards that and do we have to come up with the solutions at the city level to make sure that we can continue to contribute as taxpayers to the economy and continue to employ people locally so that our gdp doesn't shrink to the degree that we want that you know that's our responsibility to get some out-of-box thinking
0: Absolutely. Uh, we're all hoping uh, that uh, that it's the latter and everything works out that way, and maybe the weather is actually going to be on our side uh, since we're heading into the summer season. Jason, let's stay in touch o- over the next little while, and uh, anything we can do, of course. You've always got a platform here. Uh, give us a call anytime. Thanks for this today. Thanks, Bill. Take care. You too. Jason Cassis, of course, from uh, Equal Parts Hospitality. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900-CHML.